Welcome to the conversation. This is Clark Garrison. We are on the Survival Radio Network. Without further ado, I want to bring on my next guest. He has amazed audiences worldwide with his brand of music, having performed with a list of who's who like Wayman Tisdale, Najee, and Ronnie Laws, just to name a few. His brand of urban contemporary jazz is contagious. Please welcome Sam Ewan in the house, Rattler Love, Brother Joey Somerville. What's going on, sir? How you doing, man? Another, another beautiful day in the neighborhood. How you doing, man? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I've got to tell you, man, I've been looking forward to interviewing you for quite a many moons, man. I am so happy, and big kudos to Miss Aaliyah Duncan for setting this up. Oh yeah, man. That's that's. I just left Aaliyah. She gets it done. I just left the photo shoot, and she was, you know, making things happen as she does always. Always. Anybody knows it. Hey, yes, Joey, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, one of the things I I I ran into you so many moons back at a at a joint, man. And my experience then is the same experience now, and it is the same experience I hear everyone has when you hear Joey Somerville perform. Man, you get up out of your seats and you have a damn good time. Where does that come from, brother? I mean, you know, it's not just your music; it's you. You, you are your music. Well, uh, it, I look at music as soul communication. That's the way I describe it. And it's really, um, I come from. You know, I grew up playing in church, and I come from a, a church background, and that's where I started. Um, that's where I learned how to commu- how to make people feel something through music, and so I'm always trying to create that that energy and that and 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 a strive to get to that moment where the spirit descends on the room, and that can happen in a church or it can happen uh, in a concert hall or you know at a festival. It just is it just is bringing calling forth what I call the Holy Ghost. Um, and other people call it by different names, and that's just it's just. And I said, for me, it doesn't really matter whether we're playing a quote-unquote church song or I'm playing Parliament Funkadelic. It's the same energy and the same feeling. And so that's 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 the whole that's the reason why people get it because we're communicating. We are, and, and it's a two-way street. Uh, it's, it's a two-way street. Uh, I tell people all the time that you know. Um, when I'm up there playing, I'm not, you know, we're not, we're not fish in an aquarium in an aquarium on stage. We are, we are trying to communicate with you, and we need you. I can't make this right. thing happen if the audience isn't willing to, to, to be lifted. If they're not willing to, and, and sometimes you have to, to fight through uh, people's resistance. And uh, wow. uh, now I want to say. Uh, not reservations, but you know, when people, you know, okay, let's 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 just this. Folks come someplace and they going out on a C and B scene proposition, and they want to be right. cool, and they don't, they don't necessarily want to, you know, let their hair down. But really, you know, that's not going to help any of us. Okay, that's a lovely outfit you got on. Now well, let's party. Okay, so so then sometimes you have to get them past that. I find. Again, going back to the whole church thing, it, it takes one. Is is you know, it's like you know what pastor like. Is there one that wants to come? You know, you, it takes you. I, I don't know. Folks that are familiar with church services, particularly in the in uh, uh, African American church tradition, people get happy in church. 
uh, a lot of times. And it, and and what happens is is one person gets the spirit, and then that just sort of causes a chain reaction. It's not a copycat proposition. It's it's a it's it's really a legitimate chain reaction. The Holy Ghost has entered the room, and that sets this person off, and then that lets the next person go, and the next person feels the spirit, and they and they bring it up. And that's the same thing that happens uh, in a room with an audience. One person starts to feel the music, and they really can't help themselves, so they start moving, and they start reacting. And now it's okay because this person has, has broken the ice, so to speak, to, 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 to let us, you know, the, the collective, know that it's okay to go to this place. And then everybody, the people, hopefully, you know, that, that, that uh, carries across the room, whether that room is, you know, 100 people or 10,000 people. Hey, Joey, question for you, man. Did you find the trumpet or did the trumpet find you? A little bit of both. I was in the fifth grade, uh, and I, um, well, this is when we had music in the elementary schools, and uh, we started off with, uh, there's a gentleman who came around to to all the fifth grade classes. He came once a week, and uh, he taught us how to play the, the recorder. And the recorder is a, uh, it's a real simple, kind of like a flute, but not really like a flute. It's it, it's just a, a whistle with, with holes in it that you cover up to change the pitches. Um, and uh, if you did well on the recorder, then you could try for the school band. Or, they, you know, not try, but they would, you know, let you join the school band to teach you how to play a, a, an instrument. And the year that I came th- through, they said, we need trumpet players or saxophone players. These are the choices. I didn't have a choice of like I want to play trumpet. That wasn't on the table. <laughs> the options were the options were that these two options. You could play trumpet or you could play you could try the saxophone. Which do you want to do? Wow. Today? And uh, I knew uh, part of you know learning the recorder the the music class was that you uh, you learned about the instruments and so I knew that the trumpet played the melody. And I liked the way the trumpet sounded. And I looked at, the other part of it was, when I saw a saxophone, keep in mind, I'm 10 years old at this time. Uh, right. When I saw a saxophone, um, it looked absolutely like the most confusing mismatch of metal I had ever seen in my life. I'm like, this thing makes no sense to me. I mean, you know, now it does. I mean, I can, right. you know, I understand a saxophone enough to explain kind of you know, how it works. I can pick up a saxophone and pretend like I can play saxophone for about mm. 15, 20 minutes. And then people go like, wait a minute. <laughs> you don't really yeah. play saxophone. No, I don't. I don't really play saxophone. But at that point in time, yeah, well, that's what I thought. Little did I know that the trumpet is one of the most, most difficult instruments to play because you only have three buttons. So you had to change pitches with your with your embouchure, with your lip, with how fast or slow you buzz your uh, your lips. And so you can press one valve and play, you know, a multiplicity of notes in a series, a harmonic series. So it's, it's just very, it's a very, it's a very different. Uh, there's no like if you play a piano, there's a visual linear reference. You press a low key, it's a low note. You press the next one up, it goes half a step higher, and so on and so forth. Right. And the, the things, the octaves look the same. A C in one octave is, appears in the same spot on the keyboard in another octave. The trumpet is not so kind. It, it doesn't work like that. 
Sometimes it's the same combination for a C. Sometimes it's not. C sharp in one place in one octave is a different combination than another octave. And so there's a, the logic is very uh, elusive. So you just you just have to you know go in and uh, uh, essentially I was I um, just did the Burks Jazz Festival up in um, Pennsylvania, and uh, Arturo Sandoval, who's a you know legendary. Uh, Trumpeter from uh, Cuba. He, he's, yeah. he's a beast of a trumpet player, and yeah. he was, he was saying, you know, he's crazy man. He's a crazy player, crazy range. Just, but he 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 later he said, you know, I go to war with the trumpet every day, and most of the days the trumpet wins. He said that's how it is <laughs> because he said you think about it, man. It is a piece of metal. You are this is you know hard metal, and you go to vibrate it with your lips. That's what it is. It's it's you know, and and the trumpet is a very unforgiving um, instrument. It's a beautiful instrument, very um, challenging to play. Um, when you get it right, it's 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 the greatest you know, it's, it's the greatest feeling in the world. Of course, I, I love what I do. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I feel like he hit the nail on the head. This is Arturo Sandoval saying, you know, I go to war with the trumpet, and most days the trumpet wins. And I think all trumpet players, you know. Would 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 take the same thing. It's a uh, it's a demand. It's a very demanding instrument. Well, what's scary is if he's losing most days. What did that say about the rest of the world? Well, the that's what world. I'm saying. It's like yeah. Well, again, that goes back to though his whole you know his perspective, um, his quest for excellence. This is a man who's you know um, got nothing to prove, but to anyone other than himself. So he's challenging himself. Right. Uh, and that he's not satisfied with anything less than uh, stupendous, which is why he's stupendous. <laughs>